of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, wait, listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market in beautiful downtown Canton, where Kenny, it happens to be 51 beautiful degrees. And where else would you rather be than right here, right now? And let's go. Yeah, you fired up today Woo! for a, a nice Monday slash Tuesday edition, right? I it do. seems like a Monday because it's our first uh, show of the week. Right. Uh, Martin Luther King holiday yesterday, and, and hopefully everybody enjoyed their yeah. their day off and remembered uh, the great Dr. Martin Luther King and what he stood for. But here we are. It's Tuesday, but we got a lot to recap from the weekend. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that, too. And I want to get to that Martin Luther King holiday, and hopefully you understand what it's all about. I watched the documentary last night on HBO, and it was called King of the Wilderness. And it was an outstanding, just a biographic uh, retrospective on the great Martin Luther King and some of the things that he stood for, not just civil rights, but the passage of the Voting Rights Act to his assassination in 1968. Folks, if you get the opportunity, just so you know a little bit more about history and how how lucky are we, Kenny, that we shared the earth uh, with the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King. And it's amazing because when you think back in history, it's amazing to know that we were alive when this man walked. And it makes it that much better for myself because there's a lot of things I didn't know about it. And it really is eye-opening and some of the things that he stood for and a lot of the accomplishments. So, folks, we're going to just throw this one out there again. King of the Wilderness is a documentary on HBO. If you get the opportunity or if you haven't yet, please make sure you watch this. Outstanding. And yesterday, uh, the NBA uh, with a lot of games, and we were off yesterday because uh, the Cavaliers beat the New Orleans Pelicans and C.J. McCollum <laughs> from Glen Oak High School, 113 to 103. They get the win. They are now 19 and four at home this year, 28 and 17 overall. J.T. second best home record behind only, I think, the Denver Nuggets right now in the NBA. Another frustrating game to watch until yeah. the fourth quarter, and they are up for 35 points. Darius. Garland played his you-know-what off, and it was outstanding. And those are the games you have to win. And we know that that Pelicans team is short, what, three starters, but they've been like that for a while. They're on the last leg of a five-game road trip. We're on the way back. And doesn't it just matter? Every time that this team comes back, they use an excuse. Well, they're tired. It's the first game back from a long Western road. Look, if you're going to be a championship team, I don't care if you just got back from the road or not. Play like you mean it. And they did at least in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I was worried about that because while it sounds like an excuse, having covered mm-hmm. the NBA as long as I have, there is something to that first game back after a long road trip. And the fact that they found a way to win after playing poorly for three quarters yeah. and with Donovan Mitchell, you know, sitting out mm-hmm. because of a, a sore groin and everything. Right. The fact that they just found a way to win that game, uh, kudos to them for figuring it out, getting the mm-hmm. W, because they've got a big game tomorrow now against John Morant right. uh, and the Memphis Grizzlies. See, and I agree with you, but when I think back to the road trip, 
It's the exact same way they played when they were in Portland. Now, I know it was five cities and ten days and three different time zones, but let's get with it, man. Let's, let's, let's just play from the tip-off to the final uh, whistle, whatever you want to call it, buzzer. And I, you're right. That's the way the NBA is. No lead is safe. We get that. Right. And it's just, you know, you got to play the games for a reason, and you can't play the schedule game. You have to play who's there. Luckily, there's no Zion last night and a couple of other starters down. Uh, CJ played. CJ was CJ, right? He started slowly, like mm-hmm. one for seven, and then he still finished with 25 points, dropping bombs right. from all over the place later. You know? and, and I saw that CJ was in town Sunday. They had a food giveaway at a middle school here in uh, Plain Township. And if anybody went to this event, let us know about yeah. it, because unfortunately it's just, you know, the weekend for me was a nonstop work fest. And it started Friday night, and then Saturday we had uh, Dusty Armadillo in the 90s party. And then, of course, you know, all the games we had to watch over the weekend. It was just, it was nonstop, right? Dude, I want to stop you right there, because I saw the video you sent from the oh. Dusty A Living on a prayer, Bon Jovi, when you played that song, the crowd went absolutely crazy yeah. singing the whole doggone yeah. thing, man. You had a had a blast the other night. You, me- you remember that time when you, you, you played that Bon Jovi song and everybody was singing, oh, living on a prayer. You remember that? That was kind of cool. Think about the age difference, right, uh, of the kids that were there yeah. and that song still, I mean, it – it's ageless. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves that mm-hmm. Bon Jovi song, and you played it, and people yeah. are losing their freaking minds there at the Dusty A. What we're talking about is is a country bar going out of their wheelhouse one time a year to do an 80s and a 90s celebration. Yeah. You would think that most of these kids that are at an event like this have no idea what you're playing, but obviously they're raised on that music because their parents probably listen to it. And they yeah. had the boy band night from Chicago, Illinois. They took the stage, and I mean to tell you, you know it's a party when you start at 6 o'clock and 2 o'clock's over like that. Right. Honestly. Outstanding. Like you're in Vegas, right? You, they, you have no idea what time it is. It's a great time. You're like, oh, it's time to go home. What time is it? Yeah, it's 1.45. Right. Holy cow, it yeah. flew by. So you had a great crowd. Hey. I saw the video you posted and everything on social media and all that. So uh, that, yeah, was that was exciting. Fun. Cavaliers get a win. And what about the National Football League Woo! over the weekend? Man. They called it Super Wild card weekend. Super wild, wild card, card weekend. It was super because <laughs> they added the extra games due to the fact that they expanded the playoffs. And you start yes. looking at these games and you start looking at the teams. First thing that went through my mind is the fact that the Browns beat three of these teams. Oh, I didn't even think about that. But Wait we're nowhere second. near that level. Didn't Tampa Bay go into the playoffs with a losing record? Yes, eight and Okay. Nine. So I thought of this on my way in. All right. Shouldn't the NFL adopt a rule kind of like the way they do at college football where if you don't win at least six games, you can't qualify uh, for the postseason? I know they win their division. They get to host the a home game, which really wasn't fair. And that's the first Dallas road victory in the playoffs in right. 30 years. But do they deserve to have that game? Yes, they deserve to have it. But how about tweaking it a bit? You can win your division, but if the if you have a, an under 500 record, okay, if the team you're playing That's has fine. a better record than you, go. you've got to go on the road to their fine. place, but you're in the playoffs. I'm How about fine that? with that. Three teams from that division made the playoffs. And the, yeah. how good are the Giants? Remember? We had the Ooh. guy. Who, uh, who's our handicapper? I want to say Lance Goodman. He's our fantasy football guy. Chris Van Chris Dine. Chris Van Dyne. I asked him. Yep. Is the most dangerous team this weekend in the playoffs the New York football Giants? And he said, yes, they are. 
And if you would have listened to him, you would have won some money this weekend. Yeah. Could have had the Giants uh, straight up and, and cashed in mm-hmm. on uh, Danny Dimes. Danny, Danny running Dimes for, what was good. it? I think he ran for one and threw for two or something yeah. like that. Baker Mayfield uh, shaded him when he got drafted. How good does Saquon Barkley look when he's healthy? Dude, his yeah. his thighs are like Earl Campbell's thighs. He made that one run. I think it was their first touchdown. He turned the afterburners on Unreal. and was gone, nice. man. It's like, forget about it. He's in the end zone. And that one's on. And how about the overrated Minnesota Vikings, huh? Everybody's, Frank, oh, the Vikings. Frank, yeah, where's Frank Salona today? There's huh? your skull, Frank. You can take your skull and right. shove it where the sun don't shine. Uh, oh, they know how to win close games. They're 11-0 and in one-score games. Well, did you ever think that they might have just gotten lucky and won those games and they were in too many one-score games? When I was a kid, I was a Viking fan. And last week we had Bill Rabinowitz on from the dispatch in Columbus, and he said, has there ever been a team – that really let their fans down more than the Ohio State football team? The answer is yes, the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Honestly, how many, four lost to Super Bowls. They were favored in the Lenny, Lenny. What did I tell you, Lenny? 47 right. cross-power trap. They lose that game. They're a huge favorite. They let their fans down more than any team in the history of the National Football League, in my opinion. 31-24, oh, the G-Men should I, beat the Vikings. Should I take that back? You texted what? me something earlier today. I don't what? know if there's a team that's let their fans down more than the Cleveland Browns this day in history. Oh. Uh, the fumble? Oh, Brian, do you have it? <laughs> do you have the fumble for us? Because yeah. today. Here it is. Ernest Biner. Fumble. Fumble the ball, and Denver has recovered. Oh, my. Let's wait for the official. Don Pilum. There's a war going on under that stack. There it is. Denver's ball at the two-yard line. Is that worse than what happened in the Ravens game over the weekend? Well, that's just it. That was called the fumble. Ernest Biner first in the, what was it? No, it's first down, uh, and they, they could get to the two-yard line for a, another first down, oh, right? It wasn't yeah, first and goal. Oh. He had it at the eight-yard line, a minute, 12 seconds left. He fumbles the football. Jeremiah Castillo hits him and recovers the ball. And the Browns lose in the AFC Championship game 38-33. 25 years ago to the day, January 17th. 1988 it was for the 1987 season so that was the fumble now brian give me the other highlight that happened this weekend between the Bengals and the ravens huntley sticks the ball out the Bengals have (laughs) the ball they are running it back (laughs) sam hubbard with blockers behind him hubbard to the ravens 40 the 30 the 20 the 10 the (laughs) 5 touchdown Bengals. Hey, rocket scientists, they said there'd be no math. How many years ago? 25 years ago. Try 35 years ago. Is it 35 years ago? Uh-huh. 25. Oh, jeez, it is 35 years ago. Holy cow. All right, even longer. Shows how old we are. <laughs> 35 years ago to the day I it was wish, the fumble. I wish what it was 25 just, years ago. What we just heard there from the Bengals radio network, they're calling that the fumble in the jungle. Nice. How do you like that yeah. one? Sam Hubbard, wow. former Ohio State Buckeye who was passed over by the Browns in the yeah. same round that he was selected by the Bengals, right? Sam Hubbard picks up the loose ball and rumbles, stumbles, bumbling yeah. all the way for the touch, 98 yeah. yards to send an NFL playoff record, longest fumble return in the history of the league. Dude went to Moeller. I had no idea. In fact, when we yeah. were down in Columbus before the Ohio State-Notre Dame game this season, 
He yeah. was there with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, obviously, a former Buckeye, transferred. Right. We know the story. LSU and yada, yada, yada. We're sitting there, and I'm with Jimmy Jam from Mix 94.1. You know, my cousin, he does the morning show next door. And we're coming out. We're getting ready to go to the stadium, and we see these two guys over by there's like a little breakfast nook right across the courtyard from where Jimmy lives. That's, that's Joe Burrow. And who's the other guy? No idea. No idea who the other guy is. In fact, we didn't know who it was until they showed Joe Burrow walking on the sideline of the game in the highlight film after the game. Buckeyes win the game. They beat Notre Dame. It's a season opener. Who's the guy next to him? Hubbard. Had no clue. I mean, this guy's not in his uniform. You'd have no idea he's a defensive end in the National Football League, let alone a star defensive end of the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, yeah. The defending AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Who are still alive uh, in the playoffs and moving forward. And uh, he got a game ball afterwards, JT, in the locker room. And, and, well, Brian also has this audio from the locker room. And I know you're going to enjoy this. Go ahead, Brian. Nobody. There you go. Mm. And I love this. Zach Taylor came out and said, All right, uh, next week, um, we go play the Bills, and uh, mm. one of the uh, you know his players said, no, that's not it. They have to play us. Nice. So they've got that mentality that, hey, we are the defending AFC champs, yep. not Kansas City, not Buffalo. We're still alive, wow. even though our offensive line is decimated with injuries and whatnot. So they got to play us, and this is the game, JT, if you remember, that was canceled on really? Monday night no, because I forgot all of about Lamar it. Hamlin uh, <laughs> and, and that horrible situation. So we're getting the rematch from the Monday night game that was canceled. I'm not so sure, and I'm looking at this for the very first time, that the Bills are favored by four and a half points. I'm sorry, John Picone, I'm not buying it. Tim Alcorn, I'm not buying it. You talk about a team of destiny, and you talk about a team that plays with luck on their side, it seems to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Things just happen to go their way. Take you back last year into the playoffs. In the wild card round, they should have gotten beat by the Raiders. Somehow they win it. Then they go in a divisional game. Should have got beat at Tennessee. They win it. Next thing you know, they're on the road at Kansas City. They win the AFC Championship game and beat Patrick Mahomes. End up in the Super Bowl, and they basically should have, could have won that game. Unfortunately, that's where the luck ran out. Now, a lot of teams usually take the step the following year and maybe make it back in there, and maybe they were nerves or whatever else. Can they repeat as AFC champions and maybe win the Super Bowl? We'll find out. But I got to tell you, looking at this line and looking at how they play, and I told you I'm not sold on Buffalo. Last couple of weeks, something Mm -hmm. missing. I know they're America's team right now, and hearts go out to DeMar Hamlin and everything else that that city and that team has been through. But I look at the Bengals top to bottom, I'm surprised they're not a road favorite. Dude, their offensive line is why they're not. They've got two guys, I guess, that may not play again, and he was running for his life. Um, and so that that's why I think the built the home field advantage and the injuries to the offensive line, Burrow's gonna I mean they're gonna have to roll him up. They're gonna have to do some creative things or he's gonna get killed there. He gets killed anyway. Buffalo. Dude, I know. Dude well, he's leads not going to get up one of these times. He's always sacked more than anyone else. He gets the ball out. Their receivers are nice. Their defensive line is stronger than Buffalo's. Hey, I'd have to go in and look at it because I don't know the players you know, offhand, you know, and see where each team stood with sacks and what their yards per game yeah. and all of that is. I just, I, I just think the Bengals 
O-line is worse than Buffalo's, and that may be the Could deciding be. factor in this game. Could be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Regardless of the D-lines, how bad is the O-line, how bad are they hurt? Mm-hmm. But like you said, man, Bengals, they don't fear anybody, yeah. and, and they have that um, that that moxie about them. They have that confidence about them. They have that uh, we don't care where we play just so we play, and uh, it's gonna, here were the games yesterday mm-hmm. or throughout the weekend. Well, before, you, before you get to that, yeah. I will also give you this nod. If you want to give a nod to something else other than maybe the fact that Cincinnati's offensive line is banged up, I'll give you a nod. I'll give the what? nod to the head coach, Sean McDermott versus Taylor, okay. Zach Taylor of Cincinnati. If you want something, maybe that's it. All right. There, there's something to, to consider. Uh, so what was, what was that song by uh, Jethro Tull? Wasn't there something about a jungle? Jethro Bungle Tull? in the jungle. Yeah, normally, you know, history, uh, if you go back and look, it was Bungle in the Jungle by the Bengals finding a way to lose. Now it's the Fumble in the Jungle. They win 24-17 over the Raiders. You keep giving me, you serving me up these softballs like crazy today. You mentioned Bengals today, didn't you? Yes, yeah. You know whose birthday it is today? Whose birthday is it? Susanna Hoffs of the Bengals. She's 64 years old today. Is she really? Yep. Dude, I couldn't do math earlier. It's been 35 years since the fumble. I was off by 10 years, and now you're telling me she's 64? Didn't she hang out with Prince once? Uh, probably. Didn't he hang out with every good-looking uh, female <laughs> artist in, in uh, rock and roll and, and pop music history? I think he did. Yeah. Oh, here too, she man. is. He, he wrote this song. Prince did? Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Was that Frank or Prince? <laughs> from the grave. So happy birthday, Susanna Hoffs. Oh, who didn't have the Hoffs for Hoffs? Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Not the Hoff. Not David Hasselhoff. We're talking about Susanna Hoffs. Was that for David Hasselhoff or Susanna Hoffs? Frank, Frank, were you growling for David Hasselhoff? He's huge in Germany, you know. He is big, big time in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, not so much in the U.S. like Susanna Hoffs. So, thank you. There you go. So, a uh, shout-out to Jethro Tall for Bungle in the Jungle. Shout-out to Susanna Hoffs. Happy 64th birthday. And Hooday, Hooday, shout-out to those All Bengals right. for beating the Ravens 24-17. How about Brock Purdy with three touchdown passes and a touchdown run leading the Niners to the, the big blowout of the weekend? 41-23 over Seattle. They look really good, Mm. San Francisco, man. You talk about a defensive line that's dominant, there it is right there. Man, their receivers are scary. Could you imagine trying to tackle? Who would you rather tackle, Debo Uh, Samuel or Saquon Barkley? Oh, man, that's like. I'll give you a hint. The answer is Ole. Let him just go. Go. Absolutely. I'm not getting run over by either one of those guys. No chance. So the 49ers with Mr. Irrelevant at court. By the way, um, just and I'm just throwing this out there. Uh, Brock Purdy's played six games. He's 6-0. and Deshaun Watson played six games. He went 3-3. Three and three. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying those, their records in the six yeah, games that they the played, Brock Purdy's 6-0. He was in camp uh, and in training camp, and he was at the process all season long. Uh, he took snaps. He's Mr. Irrelevant. That's fine. Mr. Second Irrelevant was a quarterback of the Dolphins. They could have won this weekend, too. And how about that? The Dolphins give the Bills everything they can handle on Sunday, but the Bills prevail barely uh, as uh, the Bills win 34-31 over Skylar Thompson uh, and the, the Miami Dolphins, and that game cost me money. I'll just say that. Right? <laughs> in, in, my, 
in my adventures of learning how to bet on the apps and betting, again, thank goodness, I, I still uh, using most, I think I'm out of free money now, okay. okay? So from here on out, if I'm wagering, it's with my own money. Okay. I'm out of free money now. The bills cost me in a parlay, yeah. as did the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. by uh, uh, only winning by seven and not going under in that game. I didn't place a wager had I done so, and this is always the case. I had this one dead to rights. I like the Cowboys in the over. Didn't play it. See that? When you don't play, uh, you're going to win. When you do play, you know you're going to lose. I made one correct wager all weekend. You want to know what that what was? It? Try and take a guess what my correct oh, wager was. Oh, I know what it was. is. What? You bet that you would lose the Mega Millions drawing on Friday night. <laughs> no. Good Which going. I could have. Then I would have won. How about this? I use uh, BetMGM. I use um, Tipico for the, the right. game wagers. And then, of course, the better app where you can micro bet. Mm-hmm. How about this one? All right. I put 10 bucks down. I called a screen pass to J.K. Dobbins. Nice. Baby paid off $40 on one play. Really? $10 bet paid me 40 bucks. I am uh, at $88.21. Yeah. That's how much I have. So I'm up money in my better micro betting app. I saw a prop bet over the weekend. I just looked at some of these because that's what everybody's talking about. And you really got to study, folks, and see what yep. the tendencies of all these players or all these teams really are or is. And yep. one of the prop bets that I saw, and I can't remember the exact number, but it was Dak Prescott rushing 17 or 19 yards over or under. He ended up with 25 yards rushing. I saw the same prop bet, and there was one more to go what? with it. You could parlay with who, that with, what? with him scoring a rushing touchdown. Oh, man. You want to know why? This was the fourth straight game he has playoff rushed game. for a touchdown, playoff game that he's rushed for a touchdown. Unreal. It's either the, the last four uh, or the last three in the regular wow. season or the last three playoff. And then, so you could have had – uh, over under 25 yards plus right. one touchdown rushing, and you could have had a nice uh, nice chunk well, of change. Since we're talking about prop bets anyway, why don't yeah. we figure out a Giannino's Pizzeria prop bet of the week Ooh. this week? All right, it's let's Tuesday. do that. Okay, because we, we're uh, giving away. Ooh, it's a $50 gift card today because we didn't have a winner last week. Progressive jackpot. How about that? Is that what that's called, progressive jackpot? That's right. That that's means right. you don't win one. You win two $25 gift certificates. Wow. So sometime today, we're going to give away this prop bet that JT and I are going to come up with, and one lucky (laughs) caller out there is going to have a chance to win not one, but two $25 gift cards, which means $50 in gift cards to Giannino's Pizzeria with our prop bet of the week. And we want to thank Giannino's Pizzeria because this way we can't lose. We're basically the bank in this situation. We are the casino. How does that make you feel? That, that after what I went through this weekend makes me feel pretty Can we say good. am I am I allowed to say that? Uh yeah. Does that make sure me sound like I'm a bookie? Or yeah, a pit no, boss? No, or no, I'm not a bookie. Pit no. boss? Yeah, I'm the guy hey. that no, the pit boss doesn't set the wager. Well, no. Whoever sets the wager. Whoever Larry's sets the, the pit boss. The guy that sets the line in Vegas. That's us. Handicapper. No, the handicapper. No, there's a guy. There was a guy. There's the guy, a guy that in the movie, he was responsible for setting the the uh, actual number on each game uh, really? in casino wasn't it well, that's what de niro did de niro did it he set the the, the whatever the number was really he set the point called. spread there's got to be a word for it uh, as you know i'm just learning about well, this I gambling it was and, and learning at a costly handicapper is somebody right. who wagers on it 
You're a handicapper because you're looking and you're taking okay. all the information and you spit out what bet you want to make. Hey, you want to hear right. one more crazy bet from over the weekend? I saw this on ESPN. Got- a- after the uh, L.A. Chargers went up 27 nothing on Jacksonville, DraftKings late in the second quarter set a money line of 12500 that the Chargers would go on and cover. Somebody bet $1.4 million to win just 11000 uh, and he lost. Here it is. I found it. The line maker sets the spread. The line maker. Line maker. That's who we are. We're the line maker. Are you the I'm line the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the line maker? What's the bet going to be this weekend? Oh, uh, my goodness. I am Vince. All right, so. Vince Clortho, oh. key master of Gozer. Volcus Sildrawar, Lord of the Sebulia. Are you the gatekeeper? Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer. No, I'm the line maker. Uh, I, I, line makers are fun. All right, so real quick before we set our line. <laughs> all right. Jacksonville t- down 27 nothing, comes all the way back, wins 31-30. Trevor Lawrence, four touchdowns, four interceptions, wow. but gets the job done when it mattered most. They win the playoff game there. The Giants 31-24 over the Vikings. Bengals 24-17 over the Ravens. Bills 34-31 over the Dolphins. And how about Monday night last night? Tom Brady, is it his last game? Did, did he go out a loser because he lost the debt? Nice job, Cowboys. Where was that last week when I would have won a damn parlay had you beat the, uh, the Redskins by oh. that same score last week? Nice job, Cowboys. I thought you were going to say you had their kicker in your fantasy pool. That dude stuck. I thought it was Cade York for a second. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. He missed not one, not two, not three, but four straight Man. extra points. Nice job. Nice job. There it is. Nice job. How about that? Did you see what Jerry Jones Text it out. I got to tell you what Jerry texted out. Did you watch the Manning cast? Oh, my. No, I did not see the Manning cast. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. It was funny. All right. So we'll tell you what Jerry Jones tweeted out about his (laughs) kicker, okay, when we come back. We're going to set our uh, Giannino's Pizzeria prop bet of the week for you a chance to win a $50 gift certificate to Giannino's Pizzeria. And, hey, the Browns, we haven't even mentioned this, the Browns have a new defensive coordinator. We'll tell you who that is when we return here on the Kenny and JT Show. Stay with us. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.